Welcome to Oklahoma Music Legends. I'm your host, Tommy Henshaw. This is Chapter 3 in our four-part series on Leon Russell. The mayor of Tulsa Music and the master of space and time. Leon Russell rockets into the 70s. Stand by for the story. When we last left our hero, we found Leon blasted into the 70s in several different directions. He was getting Shelter Records up and running, signing talented performers to the label, attempting to focus on his own solo recording and performing career, all the while through collaborations with some of the most famous artists on the planet. He helped create incredible music while also playing an important part in some of music's most iconic events of the time. Leon Russell released his first self-titled album of the 70s, which had the first recording of A Song For You, which has since been covered by over 40 different artists. Also on the album was the release of his own song, Delta Lady, which had first been released by Shelter Records artist Joe Cocker. Speaking of Joe Cocker, he was not happy when he found out in March of 1970 his management had booked him for an extended U.S. tour. He found himself in trouble. He talked Leon into helping and touring with him in what would be named the Mad Dogs and Englishmen Tour. Leon quickly assembled musicians and vocalists for the upcoming tour. He served as the musical director, record producer, song arranger, band leader, lead guitarist, piano player, and whatever else was needed for the tour. He called on several talented Oklahoma musicians to help. Bassist Carl Radel, drummers Jim Keltner and Chuck Blackwell to come out and play on the tour and in the recording sessions. Russell's influence evolved Cocker's style into more of a bluesy style of rock. The tour was a major success, as was the movie by the same name. Albums of the tour continued to sell strong, even into 2005, which marked the 35th anniversary of the tour. Later in 1970, Leon attended a concert to watch a young English piano player, Elton John. In an interview, Elton said of that night, He was playing in the Troubadour in L.A. on the second night. He looked out into the audience. He said the club only held about 200. He spied Leon sitting in the second row. He said Leon was his idol and the man he wanted to most play and perform like. Leon was impressed with the young Englishman and asked Elton to open for him on some upcoming tour dates. Elton considers this invitation by Leon to be the moment his career took off. This is another example of Leon's generosity to fellow musicians, offering them a helping hand up. This one, however, to Elton, would be paid back to him tenfold. In 1971, Leon's second album, Leon Russell and the Shelter People, was the first of his solo efforts to go gold. His 1972 recording effort, Tightrope, spawned the number 11 hit, of the same name. In March of 71, he found time to play and produce Bob Dylan during an experimental recording session. You can immediately hear Leon's soulful piano stylings on Watching the River Flow and When I Paint My Masterpiece. Through his friendship and touring with Delaney, Bonnie, and friends, Leon became friends with ex-Beatle George Harrison. Harrison had become aware of the plight of the Bangladesh people through Ravi Shankar. He came up with the idea to promote and do a concert fundraiser for UNICEF and Bangladesh. Almost immediately, 
some of the time's biggest names in music and music production signed on when they were first approached by Harrison. Among them, Ringo Starr, Bob Dylan, Eric Clapton, Billy Preston, Badfinger, and of course, interrupting his tour to participate with this project was Leon, along with members of his band and Oklahomans, Carl Radel, Jim Keltner, and Chuck Blackwell. The show was set to be held in New York's Madison Square Garden on Sunday, August the 1st, 1971. Leon got involved vocally on the third verse of Harrison's rendition of Beware of Darkness. Later in the show, Leon and his band would slay the audience with his melody of the Stones, Jumping Jack Flash, and the Coaster's Youngblood. These tunes happened to be highlights of Russell's concert shows at the time. Leon was surprised when Dylan asked him to play bass guitar during his Bangladesh show set. He and Harrison also provided backup vocals on the chorus of Just Like a Woman. Friends, if you haven't seen the video or heard the soundtrack of this concert, let me advise you to put them on your musical bucket list. You will hear and see the concert goers at Madison Square Garden lose their collective minds. Earlier in the year, at the request of Harrison and Delaney, Bonnie, and Friends, Leon played piano on Badfinger's third album, Straight Up. In 1972, he hit the road with his band and shelter people in Entourage for a large-scale tour. Billboard recognized him as a top concert draw and reported the concert tour's 1972 gross at over $3 million. In 1973, Billboard magazine named Leon the top concert attraction in the country. The industry's and audience's recognition for all his work touring and recording success up to that time. It seemed almost every project he undertook was successful. 1975's Will of the Wisp hit the top 40 charts with Lady Blue. It was his fourth gold album. The music and hits continued throughout the 70s. Leon decided to leave L.A. and move back home to Tulsa for a change of pace and for musical freedom. Now on to Willie Nelson. Willie Nelson was a big fan of what he referred to as Oklahoma piano player Leon Russell, only to learn that Leon had been a sideman during his recording sessions at Liberty Records out in L.A. back in the day. Willie said he remembered him looking like everyone else, straight-laced and short hair. Willie said later when he saw him on the Mad Dogs and Englishman tour, he was knocked out by Leon's appearance and his performance. He said he told Connie, his girlfriend at the time, this man is one of the greatest entertainers I have ever seen. He could hear Leon's musical roots were the same as his, Hank Williams, Bob Wills, country black blues. He said of Leon's style, it felt as familiar as an old pair of jeans. This duo paired up on the first Willie Nelson 4th of July picnic. Now this was in 1973. Willie said he went to Tulsa to see how Leon had built his homegrown musical kingdom. He said, Jerry Wexler gave me the confidence to be in control of my recordings. Leon gave me the confidence to be in control of everything else. He said when he first talked to Leon about the picnic, Leon said, You bring the rednecks, Willie. I'll bring the hippies. This began a friendship that will last throughout Leon's life. Leon came back for the second picnic that was held at Texas Motor Speedway. 75,000 fans were thrilled by the varied music and the RV race that was held on the speedway. 
Leon appeared at the 75 picnic where an estimated 150,000 music fans were in attendance. Later in 78, the pair joined onto the One for the Road project where they both slid through several genres of music. Their big song coming out of this collaboration became a number one country hit. It was their rendition of Heartbreak Hotel. They took this show on the road to the delight of everyone who attended. Leon jammed with Willie in both his 79 and 80 picnics. Willie said his favorite moment was he got to jam between some of his favorites with two different generations, Ernest Tubb and Leon Russell with me in the middle. We close this episode at the end of the 1970 decade. The 1970s brought Leon from session work player to international fame and adulation. On our last upcoming episode on Leon, we'll try to complete the story of the artist who just has to be Oklahoma's greatest music legend. You've been listening to Oklahoma Music Legends. Hey, spread the word. We can be found on iTunes, Buzzsprout, Stitcher, Google Play, and on Spotify. Find them on our website, oklahomamusiclegends.com. Click on the podcast link where you can see all of our podcasts. While you're there, check out our picture gallery. Join our Oklahoma Music Legends Facebook page. For Oklahoma Music Legends, I'm Tommy Henshaw. Thanks for listening.